Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself, because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Hey there, food bloggers. Welcome to the Eat Blog Talk podcast made just for you, food bloggers who are wanting to add value to their businesses and to their lives. In today's episode, I will be talking to Kat Maris from freshandbalanced.com, also mealprepcoachprogram.com, and we will be discussing how meal prep can add extra time to your week, freeing up precious time to do more of what you love. Kat is a chef on a meal prep and healthy cooking mission. She runs an online meal prep program called The Meal Prep Coach, designed to take the stress out of meal prepping and healthy eating. She also teaches meal prep cooking lessons and corporate wellness presentations. She is a food blogger who writes about meal prep topics, and she provides healthy recipes on her blog, Fresh and Balanced. Her goal is to help you be prepared for whatever life throws at you, one prepped meal at a time. That was awesome, Kat, and just a little tiny snippet about you. So can you take just a couple minutes to add something extra about yourself or your business or just give us a fun fact? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on today. I of am course. happy to be here. <laughs> um, a little bit extra about myself. So um, I am based out of Indiana. So I'm a Midwest girl. Um, I've been food blogging and working as a professional chef for about four years. I have two adorable cats that seem bent on uh, jumping into every picture I try to take. (laughs) That's funny. And so I have a lot of fun with that on my Instagram account. Um, I think I should just start an Instagram just of all of the pictures my cats have photobombed. Oh, you should. That would be amazing. Would that be awesome? Yes. Um, But I've been doing this for about four years. I um, created a meal prep um, program called the Meal Prep Coach. That is where I spend the majority of my time. But I did get started in food blogging. So that is where I actually started. And it grew into uh, the wonderful online program that I run now called the Meal Prep Coach. That's so cool. So you kind of have every side of it. And you were a trained chef. That is correct. Yes. I went to culinary school and graduated with a degree in culinary arts. Um, So that's been a really fun and unique talent to bring to, of course, food blogging, but um, uh, more specifically, the meal prep side of things that I work with. I love all that different aspects you have and can bring to the table because honestly, not a lot of food bloggers are trained. We just kind of jump into it and we enjoy food. But I love that extra bit about yourself. When I first met you last fall, that was one of the things that stood out. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I, I just I don't meet many of us that are trained classically. So great tidbits. And I do think that you should start an Instagram feed for your cats. <laughs> I really Good. I was scrolling through my phone and through my camera the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, there are so many pictures with my cats. <laughs> That's awesome. So on to meal prepping. You are seriously the queen of meal prep, cat. I love seeing all of your yummy meal prep posts 
pop up on Instagram. And your feed is seriously one of my favorites because of all the colorful and delicious looking recipes and healthy recipes too that you share. And I just love how you tell us stories about meal prepping. It's not just like an act, but it's like a story to you. And I just love how you wrap that all up together. And you do like ingredient comparisons, which is really cool. And then price comparisons as well. So absolutely love your feed. And then you also include, you know, everything from start all the way to putting meals into their containers and then enjoying them. So just great stuff. You've managed to take something that some might call boring and turn it into a colorful, healthy, delicious experience. So nice work. And I never knew that meal prep could be so exciting until I met you. So thank you for changing my perspective on that. I'm so glad. Yes, mission accomplished. So Kat, I'm super excited to dive into this topic with you today because I have been on a mission lately to simplify and streamline my life. And I've managed to do it in other ways. I just haven't quite gotten to the meal prep stage yet. I know that our chat today is just going to push me over the edge. And I know I'm not the only one in that situation. I mean, it sounds like a great idea to a lot of people. So sell me and sell my listeners. First, tell us how you got into meal prepping and then tell us why we should do it. Absolutely. So how I got into meal prepping actually started right when I graduated college. So um, besides being a professional chef, I do actually have a degree previous to that. Um, I went to school for public relations and marketing, and I have my bachelor's in that as well. And when I graduated college with that degree, I had an issue with my weight. So I had spent most of my life being able to eat whatever I want. And, uh, you know, senior year caught up with me quite a bit. And so I graduated and I needed to lose some weight. And meal prep is how I lost that weight. Of course, exercise was a huge piece of that too. I started running and ran my first half marathon a year out of college. But um, meal prepping is what kept me consistent. So it's really hard to you know, go through the drive-through after a hard day at work when you know you've already paid money for a delicious meal that's sitting in your fridge. Yes. <laughs> right? And so for me, I lost a lot of my weight through being consistent with my meal prep. And I started small. Um, in my corporate job that I had, I really struggled with snack time. And so I started by just bringing in healthy snacks. So instead of eating the sugary donut in the break room at three o'clock, I'd bring in like a handful of almonds and an apple. And once I started to see that actually worked and I was starting to lose weight more quickly, then I was like, oh, well, if this works with snacks, let's try lunches because that was the other area I love to go out to eat. Um, And so I started bringing in my lunches like salads and wraps and sandwiches. And I was just like honestly blown away by the change in my own body just by meal prepping. Um, And so that's how I really got started in it. And then that is where I made my career change too. So once I lost my weight and I saw like how crazy meal prep and healthy cooking was um, to improving your life, I was like, I have to do this full time as my job, mostly because I was actually (laughs) spending more time at my job talking to my coworkers about, you know, healthy recipes. And I just tried this out and try this recipe. And I was spending more time talking with them about that than I actually was focusing on my my job that I was being paid to do. That's funny. So that was a turning point in your life. Exactly. And my boss, God bless him, he pulled me into his office and he's like, hey, he's like, have you ever thought about maybe changing your career? Because you're obviously super passionate about this. There's something that you could do in this industry. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I hadn't thought about that. And I really started then on this journey to becoming a chef and letting meal prep just like totally become my focus. And 
for me, I thought, well, what's the best way I can help others learn about meal prep? And it was cooking. It was like actual practical cooking skills. So I thought about what if I went back to school to be a dietitian or um, a nutritionist? And for me, when I was thinking back to my own journey, what I struggled with was just learning how to cook the basics. So like how to make a piece of chicken super delicious and super juicy and, you know, break out of the mold of sweet potatoes, chicken and broccoli, like for every meal <laughs> um, and get creative and fun with it and have fun with it. So I, that's when I decided to go to culinary school and I uh, quit my full-time corporate job and I went back to school, went to culinary school um, and then was gr- graduated and have worked as a chef ever since. But that is how I got started in meal prepping. Wow, that's such a cool story. I love that your boss was like, um, are you sure you're in the right place? That's a true sign that maybe you need to look elsewhere, I think. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, are you firing me? He was like, no, I'm not firing you, but <laughs> it does seem like you are quite passionate about this topic. <laughs> I love that he was able to see that. And I love what you said about you've already done the work and it's sitting in your fridge and how that can be motivation to not drive through the drive through or make other bad choices. Because if you've put in all the work, you want to go enjoy that food and you don't want it to go to waste. So I love that. And I also love what you said about consistency and just when you got started, you just had to be consistent with it. And then even eventually you started seeing results. So consistency is the key for so many things, for sure with this, because if you fall off, then you're back at square one, you're eating bad foods and you're going through the drive through. Yeah. And it's awesome to see like, that was like the first part of my meal prep journey was my weight loss. But then as I transitioned into being a chef and then starting my food blog, um, which uh, my food blog's name is Fresh and Balanced, it was amazing to see how meal prep transferred over to being a food blogger. So like for me, um, one of the things that I love about meal prep is how it saves you time during your week. It saves you money. So you're being super intentional about your grocery dollars, right? So you're able to save a lot of money Um, because a lot of us eat out and we don't really think about it. And then you look at your credit card at the end of the month and you're like, oh my gosh, I spent like an insane amount of money um, over the month on fast food and eating out. So meal prep really can help you financially by helping you save money by being intentional. And then it can help you meet your goals. So whether that's a weight loss goal or whether that's doing an extra blog post a week, um, meal prep can really help with that. And that's why I, I love meal prep. It's just, it's a tool to help you reach your goals, whatever that may be. And for me, as I started food blogging, I did not have time to really be cooking um, because I was cooking for my blog. So, <laughs> you know, when you get done doing a shoot or a content creation day, like the last thing you want to do is cook some more, right? <laughs> yes, yes, so, for sure. The kitchen is a mess. You know, you maybe made two or three things, but you just don't want to cook another single thing. Um, And so for me, meal prep was a way that I could just have a dinner in the fridge ready to go. For me and my husband, we didn't have to think about it. And I didn't add extra dishes to the already like giant stack in my kitchen. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I so hear you on that. It's like when you get done shooting and making recipes for your blog, the last thing you want to do is make dinner for your family or for your husband or whatever. Yeah, I hear you. And so for me taking time on Sunday, which I've always been a Sunday meal prepper, um, which isn't like the only day you can prep. I, I know folks who do Monday. I know folks who do like two or three preps during the week, right? 
So they'll do like a Sunday, Wednesday, and a Friday. Um, and it's whatever really fits in your schedule and your needs. But for me, I've always just like cooked everything on Sunday. And what I started to progress to then, as I started to look at um, kind of like the profitability of my blog, I realized I was just spending so much extra money buying food to create recipes for the blog and then also buying all of my food for the week that what I started doing actually is cooking those recipes on Sunday as my meal prep so that we would eat it throughout the week. But then I would be able to go like on Monday and just style and shoot all of the food. And that was a really big game changer for me as well, because then I wasn't like double paying for food that either just gets frozen or given to family members or your neighbor. Um, and I was able to really combine both of those into one bullet. And it was it was pretty awesome. As food bloggers, we all we want to be able to do really is to create more content. So I personally will consider anything that will allow me to do that. And I know I'm not alone on that either. But just like with anything else that requires forethought as well as planning on the front end, it can be a daunting task to get started. Do you have tips for us about how to dive into something that seems such like such a big task? Yes, absolutely. So a lot of folks, when um, you know, when we start to meal prep or we look at the idea of meal prepping, um, a lot of us think that it's um, only for bodybuilders, right? <laughs> so it's like just literally a football field full of like chicken and broccoli and sweet potatoes, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be that. It can be meal prep is again a tool to help you reach your goals. So a tip that I have if you're just starting to meal prep is to define where do you need help? What goal are you trying to reach? Um, you know, is it more time to shoot content or just to relax or work out or relax, you know, during the week? Or is it financial? Is it to save money? Um, you maybe save for a house or a vacation or investing in more equipment for the blog. Um, so kind of identifying your goal is a great place to start. And then from there, just start small. So don't try and do everything. Uh, don't try and make all your breakfasts, all your lunches, all your dinners, all your snacks, and stock your freezer with a whole bunch of chilies and uh, cooked grains and things like that. Just pick one meal time and start there. Whether that's breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever your need is, pick one meal time and focus on meal prepping that. And then over time, you'll just get so comfortable with it, and your cooking skills will improve that then you can just start adding in a whole, you know, a lot of other meals or snack time or you know whatever your need is. So start small. Don't try and do it all at one time in the beginning. It's the surest way to burn out. <laughs> sure, absolutely. If you have any other tips on that, feel free. Um, the only other tip I have too is, um, and this is a common mistake with clients I've worked with and classes I've taught, is to not use crazy fancy recipes. And I know as food bloggers, right, we love trying to like come up with creative new ways for everything and like pushing the envelope, um, which is awesome. But when you're meal prepping, especially when you're starting, just start simple. Like, don't try to do a really complicated recipe in your first couple preps. Just keep it with recipes that you love, that you know, that you're comfortable with, so that way you don't get overwhelmed. So, one of the reasons I have not started meal prepping quite yet is because weekends are so precious to me, especially in the summertime. And I have a hard time justifying being in the kitchen for hours on end on a Sunday or a Saturday when I could be outside enjoying the sun. So what recommendations do you have for someone like me who wants to enjoy weekends and maybe doesn't necessarily have the time on a Monday or a Tuesday to fit meal prep in? And that is a common problem with everyone, even myself. Like this past weekend, it was beautiful here in Indiana. I mean, 
I just wanted to be outside, you know, sipping rosé on a patio somewhere, <laughs> not in my kitchen meal prepping. Um, and so that is super common to feel that way. And if you feel that way, please don't ever feel bad about yourself or like you're not meant to meal prep. Um, my suggestion then is to just enjoy your weekend or if you're busy, just be present in the moments that you are there and what you're doing and then just find creative ways to meal prep. So maybe redefine what meal prep is for you that week. So instead of trying to do a two to four hour prep where you're fully assembling and cooking all your meals, um, something I like to do is what I call a power hour, <laughs> power hour meal prep. And that is where I will just create one recipe, you know, cook one recipe that I know I'm going to need. So let's say I have tons of um, busy lunches in the week. So I just need grab and go options. I will cook one lunch and I'll just make it for five days and then I'll focus on that. And that's it. I will literally just cook my lunches and then clean up and walk out of the kitchen. Um, so if you do have a weekend where you're really busy or if you are just consistently busy, maybe redefine what meal prep is for you and just pick one meal or even just simplify it down to, hey, you know, I'm going to eat stir fry for two or three meals this week. Um, I'm going to go ahead and chop my veggies. And you know what? While I'm at it, I'm going to go ahead and batch cook a whole bunch of of chicken in my Instapot, which I know that you, Megan, are a queen of the Instapots. Oh, I love my Instapot. So maybe just utilize that um, and just keep it really simple and give yourself a time limit of an hour to even 30 minutes, you know, make it fit for what you need. Uh, but don't put the pressure on yourself. That's where everything goes off the rails. So it doesn't have to be an all day ordeal because in my mind, I'm always like, okay, it's going to be like four or five hours of solid cooking. I'm going to be sweating and just tired at the end of it, but it doesn't have to be like that. I liked your recommendations to just like focus on one meal. And really, I mean, you could kick that out in like an hour and then go enjoy the weather. And then, you know, if you want to do more, then come back and do more. But it doesn't have to be an all day adventure. Oh my gosh. Yes. And sometimes too, I will even... Um, you know, take the pressure and I know this is like hard for us as food bloggers, but take the pressure off yourself to actually have to cook. So utilize, I mean, all of the wonderful pre-cooked options that are out there, um, pre-cooked rice, pre-cooked quinoa, there's wonderful already cooked, ready to go like frozen proteins that you can utilize. Um, and so don't be afraid to use anything that's already pre-cooked and ready to go. You can assemble a taco bowl basically using all pre-cooked items like pre-cooked rice, canned beans, you know, get a rotisserie chicken and shred it, put some salsa on top, maybe some shredded, you know, iceberg or romaine and you're done. <laughs> yeah. And I love that you mentioned the instant pot because that can save time too. And also your slow cooker, throw some meat in, veggies in, let those devices do the work for you and then throw them into your containers. So do you use your instant pot a lot? You know what? So I'm so excited. I just got mine probably oh. ago. I, I'm late to the game. And as a food blogger, I know I'm behind a trend on this one. Um, I was just such a slow cooker gal. I just, that's what I used. And I got to say, I have fallen in love with my Instant Pot for proteins and like cooking dry beans. So cooking beans really quickly. It's magical. So I have come to love it. Rice as well is super easy and consistent. Every time hard boiled eggs. Yeah. So I could go on and on about that, but I'm glad you got one. <laughs> so I'm just curious, how far ahead of time do you start planning? So if you're planning for a week, let's say Monday through Saturday or Sunday, when do you start planning all of that? I start planning on Thursday, the week before. 
So what I like to do is on Thursdays, I will write my menu and it takes me about two and a half hours, um, which is a pretty good chunk of time, but I'm really picky about like working with seasonal, like what's available seasonally. Um, generally cause I can get good deals on that. Um, produce wise, it's not going to be as expensive. <laughs> um, and so I really like to also shake my flavors up too. Um, so I try not to plan like all kind of like Mexican flavored dishes. Uh, I like to shake it up just so I don't get bored throughout the week. And then I let my menu sit Thursday night and I come back to it on Friday. And then Friday I write my grocery list so that way I can just enjoy my Friday night, enjoy my Saturday, and I'm not stressing about like, oh, I have to make my menu for next week and I have to write my grocery list. And then Saturday morning or Sunday mornings, I grocery shop. I remember seeing one of your Instagram posts about how you're really picky about the times that you do your meal prep shopping so that you don't feel rushed and you they aren't packed with people. So I thought that was such a great, simple tip. A lot of people go to the store just whenever they have a free moment. So I loved that tip that you shared. Yeah. And then you had some cute pictures or videos of like no one in the store. You had it all to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so is Sunday morning kind of the ideal time for you? And what would you recommend for others? Sure. So Sundays are when I prep. That's just when I can carve out a couple of hours to actually meal prep. Um, And I do like to shop on Sunday mornings just because um, it's pretty empty. So the area we live in, um, there's quite a few churches. So a lot of folks are in church at that time. Um, And so it's usually deserted in our grocery store. That's perfect. But it's great because they're also just stocking everything. So you can usually like get like really fresh produce. Um, So Sunday mornings have in general been a pretty good time. And I do have clients across the U.S. that have said that Sunday mornings have been in general a good time for them as well. Um, And that is when I prep is on Sunday. And then um, I do I do have one other grocery shopping tip that I just I always have to share. Bring sanitizing wipes with you. I don't care what time of year it is, but grocery carts always have sticky handles for some reason. I don't know why, but I always feel like I go and I grab a cart and there's something sticky on the handle. Right. So always bring some kind of like sanitizing wipe with you. Your health will thank you. (laughs) Great tips. I knew you'd have some extra stuff to throw in there. So that's awesome. And I love this topic as a whole because since it pertains to both food and simplifying, it can serve a dual purpose for food bloggers because we love both of these things or most of us do anyway. So food bloggers, consider incorporating meal prep into your blogs where appropriate, but also use it as a tool for yourself and your family in order to open up time and space for things you want to be doing, like creating. So how if a food blogger is listening right now, Kat, who maybe wants to start incorporating meal prep into some of their posts, what would you recommend for them? Yeah, that is a great question. So I would really recommend starting with the basics. So a lot of the requests I actually get um, for recipes is just all about the basics. So like really great chicken, right? So how to cook that perfect piece of chicken um, that's juicy and flavorful and doesn't have, you know, is dry and gross. Um, so I would suggest just starting with the basics and maybe do a series on your blog, like cooking basics 101, right? So how to cook a great protein, like the right way to cook rice or quinoa. How do you know when it's done? Um, that would be my suggestion because there is such a need out there for just the basics. And a lot of times I tend to forget that because I get all in my head about, you know, oh, I have to elevate meal prep to the next level and next flavors and, you know, 
who would have thought to put, you know, this weird combo together? And I just, what most of my uh, readers want is the basics. They want to know how to quickly and confidently cook just all of the basic things you would need for a recipe. So proteins, vegetables, and grains. Always goes back to those basic things, but that's really great advice. So I have a question about prepping salads ahead of time because I make salads every day, but I make it like on the spot every day. But I would love to start prepping that. I think that would be a good place for me personally to start. So your salads are gorgeous and they always have me drooling, but I'm just wondering what are some of your favorite ingredients that go into salads that keep well and what do you do for like dressings and how do you keep lettuce fresh and all of that? Yes. Oh, I'm so happy you asked this question because I I am super passionate about my meal prep salads because they are such a great place to start, right? I mean, the base of your meal is salad and that's, you don't have to really cook it or do anything with it. You just clean it and chop it up. That's right. <laughs> it's easy. It's a great place to start. Um, so, just a couple of great tips for salads. Um, make sure you start with a really hearty green. So something like romaine or um, I love cabbage, broccoli slaw. You want something that's going to withstand the test of time in your fridge. Butter lettuce, um, delicate lettuces don't uh, really work that well for meal prep. They're delicious and I love them like as on the fly on weekends. But you really want to start with a hearty green. Kale is like the all-time superstar of meal prep salads because it is so tough. You can go ahead and dress it with your dressing and it will break it down over the weeks so that it's like really easy to eat. Um, so kale is definitely my favorite, but you just want to pick a hearty green in general. And then moving on from there, some other great tips. Make sure you thoroughly dry your greens too. Um, moisture in general is the number one enemy of meal prep food. Um, you don't want moisture where possible. So make sure you really do dry those greens, blot them with a paper towel if you need to. Just don't be putting them in there with a whole bunch of, of sogginess going on already. Um, and then from there, store dressing on the side unless it's a kale salad. Kale salad is pretty much the only time you can get away with pre-dressing a meal prep salad, um, but definitely keep it on the side. You can get little tiny dressing containers, whether it's reusable ones or the little plastic ones. They are just like popping up everywhere right now. Um, I used to have to go to Party City <laughs> to get mine and they were actually for jello shots. Oh my gosh, funny. <laughs> right? I'm pretty sure the lady at Party City because I'd be in like every week and she would, I think she just thought I was crazy and I threw a ton of parties until I they explained it to her. <laughs> that is super funny. Like, ooh, here she comes again. <laughs> Give me the side look. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm a chef. I focus in meal prep. And this is like the best thing to put your dressing in. <laughs> but yeah, so keep the dressing on the side. From there, you know, honestly, it, the sky's the limit with salads. I mean, any kind of protein you can think of, just finely chop those veggies so they're easy to get on one bite. So I always like to think about when I'm creating a salad, when I chop it up or what I'm pairing, like, will I get a full bite on every fork? Because that really is the best salad, right? When you can absolutely just get all of the flavors in one bite. So be mindful of that as you're building it. And then the final tip I have for salads is to make sure you get a good container. Um, I kid you not, I was doing a private cooking lesson um, for meal prep and I had this wonderful lady, she and I are wonderful friends, but she pulled out her meal prep containers, but she had just taken a bunch of old like parquet butter containers and washed them. Oh my gosh, funny. <laughs> and you know, I mean, that's fine for like 
quick saves on things, but for meal prep, you really want to invest in a good set of containers. And what I mean by a good set is one that has a super tight seal on the lid. So you, that way it's going to prevent, you know, air getting in and extra moisture and whatnot and flavors from other food in your fridge to get into your meal and make it taste kind of funky. So find a good set Snap Pack is my absolute favorite brand. Um, and you can get them on Amazon. You can get them at Costco. Um, unless you're in central Indiana, then I've probably already bought them all. <laughs> so how long do they last? And I'm assuming they do well in the dishwasher. How long is the lifespan for those? Yeah. So the reason I love Snap Pack, um, so they are BPA free and you can use them for a super long time. I have had a set that I've used for... About a year now um, because they just wash so well. And um, I do suggest with any plastic meal prep container that you can wash them in the dishwasher. Just make sure you turn off the heated dry. So if you leave the heated dry on in the dishwasher, then it's going to warp the containers um, and you're not going to be able to get your lids back on and get that tight seal, which is a problem. Um, But they are, they're just a beast. I mean, hand wash, dishwasher, no heated dry, and they just, they last and they don't crack um, very much either, which is pretty rare with a plastic container. So I will have this exact container listed on Kat's show notes page in case anyone needs that information. Kat, what are your personal favorite meals to prep? And then also, what would you consider to be the most durable meals to prep? Ooh, good questions. Uh, So my personal favorite meals to prep anything soup or stew or chili, right? Because you can absolutely freeze those. So if you just want to, I like to make a big batch of them and like eat half for the week and then freeze the other half, which is wonderful when you don't want to prep or you have a beautiful weekend, right? You can be like, Hey, I've got some turkey chili already frozen. I'm just going to pull that out and eat it this week. Perfect. (laughs) They've always been my lifesavers as anything soup, chili, stew. Um, And I do have actually my favorite spicy turkey chili recipe on my blog. It's actually made with tofu, which is a little bit different. So if you've not played with tofu before, it's pretty fun. But that is one I always have in my freezer. Soups are perfect for that. I agree. And I make huge batches of chili as well. And then I'll freeze part of it. And it's like a dream come true when you realize you have some in the freezer because prep time is gone. Then you just let it thaw out. Exactly. And you can just mix and match it, right? You can put it on a baked potato or over some tortilla chips and make nachos if it's like a really thick chili or, you know, there's just so many different ways you can use it. You are so creative. And I hope that everybody listening follows you on Instagram because I am not lying when I say that you are my favorite feed. And then you started doing these little graphics that are so cute and helpful. My husband actually creates those for me. He uh, <gasps> He's adorable. He, um, he loves graphic design. Um, he works in marketing, but he likes doing graphic design on the side. So he's always like, do you need a little graph made this week or an infograph? And it's a fun collab. <laughs> that is so cute. I love that. So the most durable meal prep meal I can possibly think of, um, you know, come power outage for two to three hours and your fridge isn't on um, to just sitting all the way to Friday, definitely would have to be any kind of stuffed pepper. Those just save really, really well. So whether it's turkey or ground beef or an all veggie stuffed pepper, 
those are ones that one continue to just develop really good flavor throughout the week. But then by the time you get to Friday, the texture change is not any different from the second you put it in the container. So stuffed peppers are just they're wonderful. That is not what I expected you to say. I am shocked right now. I haven't made stuffed peppers in far too long. So you've just inspired me to do that. Also, the tip about the kale with the dressing, nothing I have ever thought of before. I always keep the dressing on the side until I serve, but it makes sense. Kale is really hearty and sturdy. So I'm going to try that as well. Yeah, let me know how that works for you. (laughs) I will for sure. My last question is just about your meal prep coach program. I was just curious because I am not a part of that. Would you be willing to share more about what this program is? And if someone were interested in becoming a part of it, what they would expect? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the meal prep coach program is my baby, basically. (laughs) Um, But it came out of the need for, uh, for pretty much simplifying meal prep. And I had so many friends and so many family members asking me, hey, you know, can you just tell me what to eat next week? Can you just plan that for me? Like, I don't want to have to think about it. And so I started just creating menus and writing grocery lists and, uh, you know, distributing them to friends and family. And then over time, I started to realize like, I had a pretty large group of folks that I was emailing every week. And they were like, you should really turn this into like an actual business. And so that's where the meal prep coach was born. Um, And what it is, is it is an online platform that is designed to take all of the thinking out of meal prep for you. So if you don't want to have to take two and a half hours to plan your menu for next week and write your grocery list, I've got you covered. What you can get with it is um, a fresh menu every Friday. So this Friday, we're releasing another new menu and it's always new recipes. I'm never just rinsing and repeating the same exact menus over and over. Um, And that will come with recipes, a grocery list that you can print off or either use on your phone when you go grocery shopping. And then it also will have in the program to resources like instructional cooking videos. Um, I've got some discounts for my members on kitchen equipment. Um, There's also a giant meal prep recipe library. So this was a labor of love, but it is every single meal prep recipe I've ever written in one place. So hundreds of meal prep recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks all in one spot that you can search. And we've got uh, vegetarian recipes, Whole30 recipes, um, just so many different options for you to choose from. So uh, my goal with this program really was just to make it as simple as possible and take as many obstacles out of your way so you can just get in your kitchen, cook some good food, and then enjoy eating those meals throughout the week. It sounds like a dream come true. (laughs) Wow. You must have put so much work into that. I mean, having the the list that you mentioned, what did you call that? Your meal prep list or every recipe you've ever made? Oh, my life. The recipe library. Yeah. Recipe library. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So cool. So if somebody wants to find that, where can they look for that? Yes. So they can go to the meal prep coach program.com. And that is where the program is located. You can read um, all about it, see our experience with some of our current members, um, the experience they've had with it. And you can also find it through my Instagram, which my Instagram is at K 
Kat Maris. And I do have the link to the meal prep coach program in my bio. So you can just click that and go right there. Awesome. And we have a few other resources that I will list on Kat's uh, show notes page on eatblogtalk.com forward slash Kat. And that's Kat with a K. Before we go, Kat, would you mind sharing with us a favorite quote or words of inspiration for our fellow food bloggers? Yes, absolutely. So one of my favorite quotes that I live by is by Benjamin Franklin. And it says, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. And I can't think of a more perfect quote for meal prep than that. (laughs) That is perfect. And there's such truth to it. And not only in just meal prepping, but in every area of our lives. Kat, I know that Eat Blog Talk listeners are going to find value in everything you said today. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today and for sharing this valuable information. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super honored to be here. Oh, it's been very, very fun. So thanks for listening today, food bloggers, and I will see you next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to Eat Blog talk.com if you feel that hunger for information we'll be here to feed you on eat blog talk